What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Lodges Podcast. This is a gaming and esports podcast where we host business professionals, pro esports players, streamers, and others who are working in the industry. I am your host, Juan Rodriguez. You are about to listen to episode 38 of the podcast. And as you're probably noticing, this is indeed another bonus episode, actually the third episode of this week because we had two parts to episode 37 that dropped on Tuesday and Wednesday. But nonetheless, very excited that you're tuning into the show. This is not only just a bonus episode, but it's really kind of a special episode. It's a first, as some of you may have seen. I hosted a charity tournament, or the podcast presented a charity tournament on March 27th, the Lodges Gaming Against COVID-19 tournament, where we had business professionals from the gaming and esports industries compete. We had 72 professionals play in the tournament, 24 teams, uh, all square off in in Call of Duty Warzone. It was a great time. We raised nearly $1,200 to help those affected by COVID-19 and donated it to the Tampa General Hospital COVID-19 Fund. So an incredible job by everybody that participated in the tournament. But with all that being said, I thought it would be fun to host the tournament winners from the tournament to bring them on the podcast, let you guys hear from them, introduce them to you guys, let them talk a little bit about who they are, what they're doing in the, in the industry, a little bit about their background. I uh, thought it would make for a fun show. So this is the first time we're doing it. It's definitely something that you will see done again in the future for the up and coming tournament winners. Um, so with that being said, it's a shorter episode. It's fun. Hope you enjoy getting to know the guys. And this is the Lodges podcast up next. Welcome back, everybody, to the Lodges podcast. I am your host, Juan Rodriguez. Uh, today is episode 38. It is another bonus episode. So as we did a couple of weeks ago, if you guys tuned in, you realize we dropped an episode on Friday, um, you know, different from our usual Tuesday morning episode release. So we're dropping another bonus episode and hope you guys are excited about that. Uh, we're switching it up a little bit here to give you guys a little bit of different content. For those of you that don't know, we ran a charity tournament um about two weekends ago or a weekend ago and had a lot of business professionals playing it raised a lot of money towards covid and, and for those in need raised about twelve hundred dollars from everyone's donations and contributions and so i thought it would be fun to bring on the winning team from the tournament and let them kind of chop it up a little bit let a, let them talk about themselves and, and kind of what they're doing in the space so with me i have josh gar Stu keener and joshua price uh, so guys, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having us. Thrilled yeah, to be here. Nice to be here. What's up people. <laughs> um, well, if you guys want to, like I just said before we started recording, if you guys each want to just go around, um, and kind of introduce yourself to all the listeners, just, you know, maybe one to two minutes about yourself, what you do, all that jazz. Uh, I think that'd be nice. Who wants to kick it off? Yeah, who wants to kick it off? Oh, you Josh, can go first, too. I have to go first? Yep. <laughs> well, I'm Stuart Keener. Uh, go by Stu. Gamer tag Herky. Been my, uh, my thing for a while. But uh, currently, I I work with uh, Josh Gar on a uh, project that we started about, what, two years ago, I think? 
Yeah, about two years. This is when I when I jumped on board um, Level Up Arena. Currently, we're both co-founders, and currently I'm working on kind of the back end stuff. I'll let Josh take the lead on what we're doing more specifically. I have been in the professional field with warehouse management, um, work for a retailer, and uh, work in a warehouse uh, packaging product out to customers. It's exciting stuff. Um, but hoping to bring that over to the esports field and and bring some operating knowledge and business knowledge into uh, some arena experience. Nice. So what's up? All right, I guess I'll go next. My name is Josh Price. Better yet, known as slapping you nerds, because I'm out there slapping all the nerds. <laughs> but uh, no, seriously, I have been gaming for for a long time, and I've been gaming with Killtac and Stu here for quite a while, on and off. And I'm actually I've got a long history in management and sales experience. Uh, I'm in the I'm in the training field currently, and uh, you know that's something that we've discussed in the future is maybe me running some of the uh, arenas for them and some of the promotions and things like that. So, uh, you know, just love gaming and uh, love the competition. Had a lot of fun at the tournament. That's awesome to hear. Josh, yeah, I'm a, so my name's Joshua Gar. Uh, I go by Killtac, um, or as most people pronounce it, Kill a C. The T is silent and invisible, I guess. Um, <laughs> I've been doing the gaming thing for a very long time. Uh, since 2004, I uh, got my start with Major League Gaming, playing Halo. Met Stu um, through Call of Duty. Um, he grew with the college in my hometown. And uh, yeah, did the semi-pro COD thing during Ghosts. Didn't, just went to school. Uh, did a regular life thing for a while. Um, had the idea to start this esports arena uh, theme and level up. The whole concept was just doing it better than everyone else. Um, we had, we've traveled to all the other places, and, and we want to make you a unique home um, for for gamers to actually feel like they're they're part of something, a community, and an, an all inclusive community, um, with a focus on high end equipment and really bringing an esports background to it. Uh, right now, we're we're working on opening one here in Kansas City, and then one in New York as well at the Kingsbridge Armory. Um, and then, um, like slapping kind of led on to, we'll be opening a few more down in the Atlanta, Florida area as well, um, in the future. Nice. Yeah. Um, so I'm down in Tampa, so I'd, l- I'd love to see it down here in Florida. I know we got a couple of different people that have like tournament area locations. There's one up in Jacksonville that I know of. And then there's some guys down in Miami that have like a pop-up shop st- or pop-up tournament style thing but they too want to have like an esports future bar so i don't know how similar that is to you guys but um on that for for the level up arena what is like your guys goal is it to to just be like a a high-powered like gaming center um for casual players you guys like planning on wanting to have tournaments there for and maybe for like if professional teams to come through town or kind of what's your guys goal for the facility yeah, so it's it's a bit of all encompassing all of those things. Um, <clears throat> the Kansas City facility, each each facility is going to be about fifteen to twenty thousand square feet, and each each facility right now the plans have been drawn up to include about a hundred stations of just normal gameplay, like you'd walk into a, a you know, very large land center, along with several casual gaming options, and then separate from that, 
is also a, a 250 seat stage area um, with high-end PCs, broadcast and, and production studios um, that can be done for regular events. And, you know, for us being in Kansas City uh, with Mason, HSCL and the Varsity Esports guys here, um, giving them really a home to host some of these, you know, events and help them move from, you know, an online uh, qualifiers to a, a actual physical location for their finals and semifinal events um, is the thought around what our facility is going to encompass. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. and really, we're, we're another kind of big focus is is kind of bridging the gap between, you know, the casual gamer to the pro gamer. Um, there, there's there's such a a wide variety of of what people enjoy and how they want to spectate it and how they want to be a part of it. Um, it's a really found a nice kind of mesh of bringing those two together in a you know positive environment. Yeah, no, definitely. I still think there's a big need for that. And and like I said, there I know if some facilities are kind of doing that, but it's always cool to see new facilities coming up and, and kind of what their mission and goals are. So that's awesome to hear from you guys. Has has everything with the coronavirus, I'm assuming, kind of affected plans for for building those first sites? So unfortunately, uh, we were kind of we were two days out from breaking ground on our remodel here in oh, Kansas man. City. So basically, our stay-at-home order came down March 24th, and our uh, contractors were ready to go in uh, March 26th. So for us, basically, we've been working to translate a lot of our stuff to just online. So we're going to be launching a couple tournaments in the uh, the coming weeks, along mm-hmm. with moving some of our educational programming to a, a free model, basically just for everyone to join. We'll, we'll use Zoom and Discord and kind of just talk about some of that bridging the gap with kids. I mean, everyone's playing video games now a lot more than they were before. Right. Um, so since they're spending that much time on it, you know, we want to kind of help parents understand that there there's positive ways to do it um, while maintaining, you know, I mean, one, one of the most important things in any sport you play, whether it's traditional or esports, uh, you know, while you have fun and you're learning something is you gotta, you gotta win. And, one thing that we want to focus on is helping kids understand how to, how to win at various games and how to win, you know, across the board and why that's important. Um, we, we feel that that's just like under capital under capitalized right now. And in, in any of the current plans that, that are throughout various companies. Yeah. So give them like legit training in, in different games and, and teach them techniques, strategies, you know, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, for the most part, you know, and, and we have we have a long list of people that we work with that will be teaching various strategies and various games, you know, and that was part of the reason we, you know, we took the opportunity to play in, in your charity event, which was a great event, <laughs> uh, was just to really kind of show that, hey, there, there's more to being a, a, an esports professional, business professional um, than just crunching numbers all day and, and you know, doing the back end stuff like we're legitimate gamers first. Everything we've done is built with that mentality. Um, even down to our management team and, and everything with me and Stu, we were gamers first. We brought on the non-gamers to run the back end of it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, within with a couple partners like Ryan and, and our our investors. Um, but the front of it is all esports focused. Um, we've coined the phrase that it, it's it's different you know looking from the stands to the stage than from the stage to the stands and we want to bring that perspective to it which hasn't been captured anywhere else 
Yeah, no, and, and I think that's an important point too. You know, where and really, when I was thinking initially of doing the charity tournament, is because I know there are so many startups and and companies out there and organizations out there that you know are gamers first, and then the businesses come second. And and I knew that people probably would want to. You know, it's fun to even if you work on the business side. You know, I, I mean, speaking for myself, I still have fun competing in tournaments and and getting to play in in a competitive environment, and so. It's cool to hear it from you because that's kind of one of the initial thoughts I had when I originally was planning and, and thinking, you know, would this work? Uh, was that, you know, we are in the esports and gaming industry. So a lot of the people that are working in it enjoy playing on the side, whether that's hardcore, whether that's streaming, um, or, or whether they've had a past career, you know, as a pro player. So, hey, Josh, can I share where, you know, where I imagine level up going in the future? Speak, preach, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so when Josh first told me uh, about you know the Level Up Arena and and when he was planning on first planning on starting to open it, um, I just you know I had this vision of like so right now if you have a favorite uh, football team or a favorite basketball team, you know they have their own stadium, they have their own field that they get to go to, and you can go watch your favorite teams. But in esports, we really don't have that. You know we can we can follow them virtually. Um, and if you want to, you know, travel around the country when, when they have all these tournaments, you can travel around the country and follow them around the country. Right. But not mm -hmm. everybody can afford to do that. So I think that's something that the level up arenas are, are going to eventually become too, is a place where you can go see your favorite teams compete, you know, because I know Josh had talked about how many tournaments, you know, they're planning on holding, um, shortly, but I know when the arena opens up that they're going to uh, broaden that and, and do them much, um, uh, on a much more regular basis consistently versus, you know, having to wait the whole year and only getting to go see the team you want to see once a year compete, mm -hmm. you know, they might be able to do it once every couple of months uh, or maybe even once a month, you know, it could be just like going to a sporting arena and seeing your favorite sports team. Yeah, no, definitely. A anything else on you guys from that before I get my two cents? Well, yeah, that, that, that's a big part. I mean, my, my, my thing too, I'm coming on to, the team and, and building this thing with Josh was it, it I was I was drawn to esports way back in whatever it was 10 years ago I guess is when I first started uh back to that competitive kind of feeling that we get from esports you know I even you know, played other traditional sports growing up never started esports till I got into college and as I lost the you know the the, the physical skills <laughs> of being able to compete at a high level as most of us do uh, found an opportunity in esports to be able to compete, compete at a high level, and 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 still gain that you know that that rush that you get from competing at that high level. So you know after I got out of the scene, it, it was something that was just still missing and still missing. And so I re reconnected with Josh, you know, two three years ago, and and you know this this vision of the arena and you know getting that that feeling back and being able to provide that that same feeling in you know, the next kind of generation of, of, of esports players and, and, you know, these kids coming up that have this amazing opportunity that I wish I could have had when I was their age, you know, I, I wish I yeah. could have, you know, gone to college on an esports scholarship, you know, something right. I, you know, never, never even thought of, you know, 10, 15 years ago, never thought that that could be a thing. And now it's, you know, legitimate opportunities, legitimate career path for so many people. And, 
you know, esports arenas that that we're going to be building is going to be just another avenue for for kids and and parents to learn all of the positive impacts that esports can have. You know, not not just for the individual, but for the community as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and I think that to your guys' point, honing into on on cities and and like you were saying where, you know, give the fans of that city an opportunity to interact with their teams. I, I think you're seeing that big time in, in in home stands right now, where now you're getting a lot of people that are part of that city to, you know, back their their Call of Duty League team or, or whatever it may be. And, and I think that's a big, and you're going to continue to see that push because it just allows you, just like you would, like you guys are saying in traditional sports, it allows you to have that interaction from the fan perspective. Um, I mean, I know I wish there was, we had an esports professional team here in Tampa that I could, I could get behind. I know we have the misfits and, and they have their overwatch and call of duty league team. And, and I support them. Like, you know, I got, I got a couple of apparel from their stuff, but it'd be great to, to have one in my city. And obviously you can't have them in every city, but, um, I definitely think people are, are continuing to, to buy and, and back that model. So. No, you, and you're totally right, and and we're fortunate enough to you know, to be here in Kansas City with some amazing championship teams already, and and there is a a, a small group here, um, the Kansas City Pioneers, and I had the privilege of talking to their ownership team, and you know I think after chatting with them, their their vision for the future of not only their their company, um, but helping grow esports in in Kansas City and the Midwest across and across the country in the future. Um, finding teams like that is really impressive. So, yeah, I, I and there's there's probably most likely groups like that in, in pockets across the country. Um, and hopefully, you know, as as we're planning out, you know, the the next five, ten, twenty of these venues, um, you know, we can help, you know, find those teams and and help focus them, you know, close by to give them a facility and a a platform to really grow on. Um, that they may not be able to break into like the regular franchise models, you know, at this time. Yeah. It, it, especially with the cost and, and the resources and all that, that it takes to, to play in those franchise leagues. So, um, well, that's awesome. I, I wanted to give you guys, you know, an opportunity. I knew you guys played in the tournament. You guys absolutely uh, killed it. And, 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 you know, kind of came up with this idea of having the winners of the tournaments uh, post tournament. It really wasn't something I initially thought of, but given that, you know, everyone that's competing in it is is a business professional in gaming or esports or is trying to break into the industry, I thought it would be cool to to hear from the winners and kind of hear what you guys are doing and, and your plans and all that. Um, but business stuff aside, let's let's talk about or chat about the tournament for a couple of minutes. Um, I was moderating your guys' game, so I had the opportunity to watch you guys throughout the whole night. Uh, did you guys, I don't know, talk about the tournament. Did you guys have any strategies when you came in? Have you guys played a ton of Warzone games together? I know some of you guys have played semi-professionally or professionally in the past. Um, I don't know. Chat about that for a little bit. <laughs> go get as many kills as we can. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it was really go, just, go. Uh, yeah, go is just, just hard charge the whole game, hold forward, act like we were better than everyone in the game and, and beat him. And get as many kills as possible. Um, we had not actually played with Slap, and we had another third, um, our audio guy from uh, that lives out in Orlando, and he had to update his game, and his internet was terrible that day, so he couldn't update his game. <laughs> oh, so we dang. really just picked up the other Josh. Um, 
right before that event. We're like, well, I hope this works. Like our first round that we played was the first time the three of us had actually played Warzone together. Oh, dang. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <So. laughs> well, you subbed yeah. in well, I think you could say. I mean, the good thing was, was that first game was also our worst game. So we definitely figured it out in one game and, and kind of had a steady 15 kill average from there on out. But it was, it was, I was a little nervous after the first game. <laughs> yeah, you guys, I don't, and I should have pulled up the stats because I had them obviously from Q Trevor Gall's games. But yeah, I think other than that first one, you guys were averaging like 15 plus. I know at one point, I think one round you guys or one game you guys had like 24 or 25 kills between the three of you guys or higher than that. I don't know what it was, but you guys were staying pretty consistent um, throughout the tournament. So what about past gaming experiences, right? And, and we're going to clear the air here because we did have people in the Discord after, you know, asking if we had professional players in the tournament. And, and I tried to rest assure everybody that we did not. Um, you guys obviously, like a lot of people in this industry, though, have either played semi-professionally or, you know, competitively in different environments. Um, what's, you know, for each of you, what's kind of your, your gaming background in a competitive environment? Uh, so for, for me, it was a lot of just, you know, really haven't played super competitively since like 2010. Before then, it, w it was mainly Halo and Call of Duty. Got you. It was travel to events, you know, and, and I loved every minute of it. And I, and I wish more people have the opportunity to do that because it, it's a great, it's a great bonding experience when you meet people that really enjoy what you're doing and you're able to share those memories. I mean, a lot of my closest friends in life, um, I, I've, I've met through the video game and met at events. Um, I mean, I don't know if I would know these two guys if it wasn't for video games and Stu went to college in my hometown. Right. Yeah, for me, um, you know, I didn't I didn't start playing online gaming PvP until I was like 26 years old. So uh, I came I came into it very late in my life, and you know I've got a family, and I've always had you know a full time job and a career to think about first. So I've never actually mm -hmm. um, fully picked up gaming like strictly for competitive. But I've always it's funny and oddly enough. I've always been picked up on teams like last minute <laughs> and uh, have done some competitive play in Halo and COD um, back you, you know, years ago, like 2012 was one of my first Halo events. And, uh, you know, we, we did really well, but, you know, I haven't, I've, honestly, ever since then, I've just, I've just been playing and uh, every once in a while I'll get picked up on a team randomly and I'll, you know, I'll play with them. So. Not yeah, I played I played COD professionally for maybe three, four years, and I say professionally very, very uh, barely. I think I cracked top 100 for about two days, and then I you know fell back below. So uh, low end pro, high end high end am, but uh, my my focus has always been COD and a little bit of the sport games as well. Um, I'm always always playing the new 2K for as much as I can till get tired of grinding that and then Madden, and I, I played that uh at a low and pro level for a little bit as well okay nice nice uh, so, so I, I thought it'd be cool to kind of hear what you guys have done in the past um you know and, and kind of talk about that so uh, what's your guys i know we're going to change it now to 4v4 after you know the update that came out this week are you guys is your fourth you going to pick up the teammate you originally had 
Oh, <laughs> like, and, and now be the four of you. <laughs> no, we're we're not picking. We're picking up another buddy of ours, um, that uh, co-founded a company called Ready Up, okay. and his name is Jonathan, and he's gonna go ahead and play with this. He he kind of reached out. Um, we've been getting some games of Valorant in the past couple days, and then we played some Warzone the past uh past week or so. And he's like, "Hey, I want to play with you guys on this." And I was like, "Cool, let's get you involved." Um, he's had a little bit of experience in the gaming world. <laughs> Some of you might know him. His, his name's his gamertag's Fatality. Um, but yeah, he's gonna he's gonna come in and play with us and, and have a good time. Wait, I feel like that. I feel like that username sounds familiar. Yeah, it, it probably yeah, it should. Yeah, it should. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say I feel like that that hit home a little bit. Um, okay, nice, nice. Um. An OG, right, cool. yeah, he's an OG. Well, I mean, I'm I'm sure your guys' expectations is is to repeat. Am I correct in saying that? Oh, okay, hands down, going back to back. Yeah, I I just hope that it, the timing's a little better this time. I know the kids we played, the group we played in the finals, and I call everyone kids because I'm a gamer. I'm sorry, I don't mean they're kids. No, you're good. The other team, uh, I know, but they were from the EU and. Like that was really rough because it was like three or four o'clock in the morning for them or whatever, and and mm-hmm. that's gotta suck, you know, because like they they stayed up all day and and we're taught we watched some of their streams and they were they were feeling it. You could tell. Yeah, yeah, no, they they had it they had it rough and and that's something we've adjusted now for the next tournament. So for for anyone listening, the the next tournament is April eighteenth. So not. Uh, this Saturday, but next Saturday, and we've changed the time to two o'clock Eastern time. That way, to kind of give it, you know, middle of the day for for everyone on the East Coast, morning for West Coast, and then hopefully EU. Uh, it'll be right around dinner time or after dinner time for those guys. So it'll still end around midnight for them, but I think that's better than five or six in the morning and, and trying to keep their eyes open. So um, it'll be fun, but I'm enjoying and looking forward to to seeing you guys um, play again. Uh, where can, if for all you guys, I guess what's, uh, for each of you, what's one social media, like what's, what's, where are you guys most active on, uh, for anyone that maybe wants to follow you or, or level up arena? Um, so yeah, I mean, you can really just follow us on, on our LinkedIn's I and mean, we're pretty, pretty responsive there. Um, as far as the arena itself, you can find the, you know, twitter.com level up arena and it's L V L U P arena. Um, the website's being overhauled, obviously, with the COVID stuff. We've had to move to an online platform, so the website's down Why it's being revamped to take on registrations for the coming uh, tournaments in the next week or so. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Yeah, so for everybody listening, I will uh, we'll tag each of them and their LinkedIn's below in the, in the show notes. So if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you should be able to just click on it and, and go straight to their profiles, and we'll do that as well for the level up on Twitter. So you guys, if you want to go check out what they're doing, um in kansas city but uh fellas i appreciate you coming on and and way to kill it in the first one i, I wish you guys luck in in the next one next weekend oh, thanks for hosting i mean it was, it was a great event and we, we appreciate you doing it and and obviously you know i mean in, in the end of the day it's all for fun it's all for charity it's for a good cause um so win or lose you know it doesn't really matter to us yep absolutely appreciate yeah. it the great tournament great cause Let's raise some more money. Uh, remember, stay six feet away from everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Well, I appreciate it, guys. Um, and for everybody listening, uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode as well. Like I said, if you guys want to get plugged into the tournament and, and you're listening, just reach out. We can get you the Discord link and get you all the information and registration details for the next tournament. Um, thank you guys for for competing in it and, and playing in it and for everyone else that did as well and played a part in raising, uh, like I said, almost $1,200 for, for COVID. Um, thank you to everyone who participated in it. Uh, and with that being said, we'll see you guys Tuesday morning for the next episode of the Lodges podcast. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and leave us a five-star rating if you've enjoyed this. You can find out more about Lodges by searching on Instagram at Lodges underscore financial, on Twitter at Lodges, on eFuse at Lodges, and on LinkedIn by searching for my name, Juan Rodriguez, J-U-A-N. Following on socials is the best way to be kept up to date with podcast updates and information. Thanks. And you were just listening to the Lodges podcast.